something that another woman wants and she doesn't think she can get it on her own, she has absolutely no reservations about stabbing you in the back because she believes that the consequences of doing so will be either relatively minor or non-existent. That's what it means to move like a woman. That's why your grandmothers, they had a little group of biddies they hung out with, but they didn't really talk to too many because they understood. And even the chicks they hung out with, they knew that only so far we could take them. Women are smart enough to understand you don't keep a rat and a snitch around you. Women understand this. This is why females are so damn catty. Females understand real quick, hey, I can't keep no snitch around me because I can't move the way I want to move. So women understand you don't keep rats and snitches around you. And when another chick shows that she is untrustworthy, out the group she goes. And it's supposed to be the men who created this code. But after two generations of mama's boys raised by single mother gutter hood rats, now you've got males out here talking about saving snitches. Now, let me be clear about what I mean. When you're talking about gangsters and criminals, civilians can't snitch on gangsters and criminals. Only other gangsters and criminals can snitch on each other. Civilians can't snitch on them. They can't snitch on them. They're not part of that life. Therefore, civilians are not under the same rules or guidelines or codes that the gangsters are under. So to those of you who didn't understand, asking silly questions, civilians not held under the same go on the same rules. The gangsters are under a set of rules. They're under a set of codes. They're under a set of guidelines. The civilians got the police, and that's it. The gangsters operate outside of that. The criminal element operates outside of that. So he's not expecting a member of the general public to acknowledge those rules. Now, on the flip side, among civilians, if you live in a certain neighborhood or if you live in a certain area, you are expected to uphold the rules and the codes and the credo of that area. Philadelphia, stand up. He's wearing booty shorts because that's what hoes do. <laughs> Philadelphia, stand up. I've been to the Italian market many a moon. Been to the Italian market many a moon in Philadelphia, Christian Montrose. Y'all already know. Let me tell you, you can feel it when you get there. That this is an area where you don't really do a whole bunch of talking. This is an area where you don't do a whole bunch of talking. There was a sign in one of the shops there, one of the stores there. I'm not going to say which one it is, but for those of you who live in Philadelphia, you know which one it is. They have very nice olives. They have very nice olives. I'll just leave it there. If you haven't been there, they got very nice olives. But they also have a sign when you walk in the door that says, robbers will be shot. That's Philadelphia. Robbers will be shot. In the Italian market, you know where you're at. You know where you're at. You, there's a code that permeates that place. You know where you're at. And they make it very clear. They're unapologetic about it. There's a code there. Now, how many mafiosos they got? I'll leave it up to you. 
But I will say these are places that are open, they do business, and they let you know what they're about. See, that's setting a geographic code. That's setting a geographic code. In the chat room, I'm already seeing some of these fruit booty mama's boys. I'm telling you, like I say, it's, 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 it's really, this is one of the issues that you have today. Look, this is why most males today are whining about the behavior of the females. You know why? Because the females are like, man, look here, I'm more gangster than the niggas are. The fellas are sitting up here trying to figure out how they can avoid rules, standards, a code, guidelines. Then you sitting up here with your mouth, lips poked out and your mouth open, trying to figure out why it is that the females are operating like there's no rules and no guidelines. Then you hear some dumbass talk about fleeing. He's going to go grab his passport and flee. Yeah, so you can go to some other country and show those women that you're a coward too. Yeah, that's going to get them in line. You know what's worse than gangster logic? Ho ass nigga logic. That's worse than gangster logic. Like the motherfucker got stuck in nigga logic. Yeah, it does. Let's try that one instead. The females sit here and see that kind of stuff right there. Let's be also clear about what your real problem is. Your real problem is a lot of you fellas today, you identify with the Takashi 6 ix of the world. You identify with little immature, idiotic, unseasoned, incompetent little individuals. Because you're operating at a childlike level. So you're upset about seeing what happened to him because you identify with that. And I want to be like the Kathy. And what you realize is that your manhood isn't up to code and you would get stomped out along with him. Now, that's what you understand. Can we just be honest? The dude said every time out, y'all with me at the zero, me, me, me. These are the sissy five mama's boys whose underwear is literally made of satin and lace sitting up here talking about other folk and what they don't want there to be any rules and they don't like that because they identify with the Takashi 6 ix That is their version of manhood. Their version of manhood is being some weak, limp individual. So that's the real reason a lot of these fellas are upset when we play this video. We say, yeah, that's what's supposed to happen. They're upset because y'all are trying to figure out how you can move like a rat in a snitch too. And what you're saying is, I'll be damned. By you, Jason, by you condoning this, what you're saying is the environment's going to be very dangerous for individuals like me. You're damn right it should be. Yeah, it should be. The environment should be dangerous. Yeah, it should. It absolutely should be. It, it very much should be. What they did was they made it very clear where they where you stand at. They made it very clear where you stand at, and by virtue of that, they are protecting their geographic region because they put the world on notice about how they get down. They put the world on notice about how they get down. They're also sending a very firm, clear message to the other men. You see, when you got a place like Los Angeles, South L.A., they're, they're sending a message to the other men that these are the rules. 
There will be nobody to protect you. There will be no one to come to your defense. There's going to be nobody to come get you out of this. When it goes down, it's going to be just you and us. If you go off code, when it goes down, it's going to be just you and us. Now to the boys who got raised and the men by the hoes, they don't like that. Takashi 6 9 is what happens when hoes raise boys. The boys go out in the company of men. And what I'm saying here is understand something. If you're going to be a rat or a snitch, if you're going to tell on folks, you're supposed to be like Sammy the Bull at least. You're supposed to at least be serious. This little fella is sitting up here daring people to do something to him. He's gone from state to state, coast to coast, daring people to do something to him. Daring them. Do you understand that when somebody comes in your neighborhood, on your block, in your city, in your state, daring you to do something and nothing happens, just understand the, the fear factor and the respect, which has an element of fear that people have for you, diminishes. It diminishes. And that puts everybody else in danger. That puts everybody else in danger. When you've got individuals of low morals, low character, low integrity, they don't answer to anybody. They don't see themselves as accountable to anyone. And they're moving among everybody else. This infects your children. This infects you. If you all agree with what I'm saying here tonight, give me the rat emoji in the chat. If you agree with what I'm saying here tonight, give me the rat emoji in the chat and hit the likes button for me. It's over 2,500 people in here watching live. But we're going to keep it adult and keep it real tonight. We're going to keep it adult and keep it real tonight. You see, young men need to understand that there are consequences for their actions. There are consequences for what they do. There are consequences for disrespecting folk and then laughing. It's one thing if you said something and y'all had words. That's one thing. It's another thing if you think what you're going to do is up here and taunt people. That's a whole different situation. That's a whole different situation. You know, when we were younger, we used to have a code that short-circuited that kind of thing. For example, if you were out with one of your friends, let me tell y'all how the rat code works. Let me tell you how the rat code works. If you out with one of your friends and somebody get y'all get into a fight with some folks Everybody and fight. one of your friends, he's with you, but something go down and he goes running off. You go running to Y'all know the rules. Y'all know the rules. Like, dude, you better hope these folks kill me because if they don't, if they don't, I'm coming for you. Females understand that. Females understand that because female survival depends on that. That's why women, when they smart, they move in groups because they understand if they do meet a problem, for example, from a man, one-on-one is not going to work. So there's strength in numbers. But there is no strength in numbers if you depended on a rat and a snitch on somebody of low morals or somebody of low character. 
You can't depend on them. You can't depend on them. So females understand that. You can't have a rat and a snitch in your domain. You can't make friends with rats and snitches. You're in danger the whole time. Real men don't have any respect for rats and snitches because we know you told on somebody else. If you sold them out, you'll sell us out. Just to be clear, all of us have something to protect. You sure that's all you want to say? Yeah, but that's good. If you are a grown man and your life is about yeah. to two cents, you've got something to protect. You have something to protect that is dependent on people's lack of knowledge about it. You can't protect something that everybody knows everything about. So as if all of us have something to protect, and if you got individuals around you who have no code about that, that's the problem. So when I'm sitting here and hearing grown men, allegedly, supposedly, sitting up here caping for Takashi 6 9 they're sitting in chat rooms, some of them in this one, they're sitting on Twitter, they're sitting on YouTube caping for Takashi. I feel sorry for anybody who's made a friend of that jackass. Them fellas talking like that, I feel sorry for anybody who's made a friend of them. Because they are looking and waiting for their opportunity to sell you out. They're looking and waiting for it. Do you all understand how RICO laws really work? Most of you don't understand how RICO laws really work. The manner in which RICO laws really work is very simple. What they do is they grab a whole group of you, and then they just try to figure out if they can get one of you to, to flip. If they can get one of you to admit, yes, I'm a part of a criminal organization, then that's it. Under the RICO statute, they got all of you. They just need to put enough pressure on one that they can get him to take the stand and confess. That's what it's always been built on. Whether it was the Gambino crime family, Al-Qaeda, Every time they're trying to figure out, can we get somebody in this group, somebody in this network to snitch? Can we get someone to do that? Can we get someone to take the stand and do that? Blue Baggins, I'm going to have you call up when, the, when I open up the phone lines in just a few moments here. So, Mods, you can get his information. We'll make sure he calls up in just a few moments. What they want is one person to get on the stand and admit it because once that one person does that, that makes it smooth sailing to communicate to a jury. See, we told you. We told you. Criminal organization, we told you. You got one to admit it. Here we go. And from there, that's it. Everybody else falls like dominoes except the fellow at the top who was the one they really wanted. He's the one that they really wanted. So. Now, it's going to be, they don't have to get anything out of him. They got everybody else to go ahead and flip for him. So when we're talking about in the current day and age, as far as we're talking about rats and snitches, and some folks here are like, they don't like that idea because they, they're talking about that stop snitching thing. There's a difference between the rules for civilians and the rules for the under, criminal underclass. There's a difference in those rules. But where everything else does intersect is that as men, we don't have a place for that. 
as men, we don't have a place for that because I understand if you sold him out, he'll sell the rest of us out. How are we supposed to trust him? How are you supposed to trust them? You can't have a powerful group of people when you've got untrustworthy individuals. You can't have a powerful group of people under those circumstances. But most males today are not used to moving powerfully. They're used to trying to be damn me internet trolls. They're used to trying to get clout on the internet. They're used to sitting up here trying to be the class clown. And what these fellas showed him was, hey dude, the class clown can get it too. The class clown can get stomped out too. And your bodyguards didn't have any. You didn't have any. Eventually, that's what's going to happen. Eventually, that's what's going to happen. And that's something that you should be proud of and happy to see because that keeps everybody else safe. That's a message that you want sent to your children. You want that sent to your children. Why? Because you want your children to be men of character. You want your children to be somebody that their word is good. The reason that most females today are very skeptical of males is because for the most part, for most of them, their word is no good. He says he's going to do things he's not going to do. I'm going to get that record deal. I'm going to get that contract. I'm going to get that loan. I'm going to start that business. Can we just be honest? For most males today, their word is no good. They're very good for pipe dreaming. They're very good for job talking. But they're not very good for keeping their word. It'll be 20, 30, 40 damn years later, and the stuff he was talking about back in 1990 hasn't come to pass yet. The women feel what I'm talking about. You see, you're not going to like this. Some of the fellas are not going to like this, but I'm just telling you right now, the women don't have a problem seeing this because they want to see the men set what the rules are because a woman understands something these fellas mean what they say. They said what they meant, and they mean what they say. She's asking herself, if my survival, if my physical survival is at stake, who am I going to trust? Fruit booty boy? <laughs> or these fellas over here who they say what they mean, and they mean what they say. To a lot of men, they don't like to see that kind of thing, but I want you to understand the way that this registers to females so that you understand why it is for a lot of you fellas, you're telling yourselves it's counterintuitive and you're telling yourselves you should be getting a level of respect that you're not actually getting. But you can't get it because the women can see, oh, your word's not any good. You don't really mean that. Your word isn't really good. So fellas, let me be clear with you right now. A woman would rather have a gangster whose word is good than to have a square simp whose word is worthless. And that's reality. You don't have to like it. You don't have to enjoy it. But if she's wondering about her survival, she's got a choice between a fellow whose word is rock solid and good, and then she got a choice between you. Sitting up here talking about, well, why ain't y'all did this every minute? this every minute? I 
Joe Valachi snitched on the mob, and I read I read the, that book by Peter Moss, the Valachi Papers. Joe Valachi snitched on the Italian mafia, and it was all downhill after that. They tried to kill Valachi several times, by the way. It was all downhill after Valachi did that. Valachi was really the first one who really broke it down about the mafia, the Italian mafia. And take a look, as a result, it was all downhill. They never returned to the heyday of Meyer Lansky and Lucky Luciano. Those days were over. Those days were over. That's what happens when you have untrustworthy individuals around you. Those days are over. And it is incumbent on you to protect that. So when you have somebody who doesn't respect the territory, they don't respect the people, they don't respect the code, it's incumbent to make it clear that the code is going to be enforced. I respect these fellas. I said it. I respect these fellas. I respect them for making it clear where they're at. I respect them for making it clear about where they're at. And a bunch of other folks are going to respect that too. I didn't say anything about like. See, once again, the Fruit Booty Mama's boys, why are you dissing my hero, Takashi? Some of y'all think Takashi is a hero. I'm like, this is why you need fathers in the home. You really need dads in the home. Takashi's not a hero. Takashi would sell you out in a New York second. But then again, if you are ratting the snitch, then yeah, you think that's okay too. But men don't respect that. Men don't respect things like that. Men don't respect individuals who are sitting around waiting for their opportunity to do something. Men don't respect that. Women don't respect it either, but as men, we're supposed to set the tone. As men, we're supposed to set the tone for that. So he said don't test his gangster. He got his gangster tested. And the only thing that happened was he was in a fetal position. And demonstrating to the world why it is that real men don't like rats and snitches. But it makes a, I think this is a real good manhood test. If you have a problem with what you saw in that video, you're part of the Takashi 6ix9ine generation. If you don't have a problem with what you saw in that video, you're a part of the last manhood generation. Are you supposed to have you're a, a part of that. Like that? No. If that, if that video offends you, that's because you're a member of Takashi 6ix9ine generation. Generation Takashi. Generation manhood does not have a problem with the rules being enforced. That guy is bad for the people. Individuals like that are bad for the people. And when you got a situation where somebody can sit up here and get a whole bunch of folks in jail, a whole bunch of folks in trouble, and they're saying there will be no consequences. Just understand that permeates everything you do. That permeates everything you do. However, you might disagree. Therefore, the telephone lines are now open. The number is 646-787-1933. That's 646-787-1933. Your personal access code to the program that all your favorite YouTubers love to hate watch. We're having some lessons about integrity. We're also having some lessons about character. And what we're finding out is there's not a lot of folks who have character right now. When their back is against the wall, 
they get weak. They're really weak of character. They're very good for talking a good game, but they're ultimately they're weak of character. And before tonight is over, I want to address some of that. I want to address some of that before the night is over here because having a weak character set, when things like this do happen, you're only going to get, it happens as a, as a situation of opportunity. And if you can't take advantage of opportunities, then you miss it. Let me get caller from area code 347. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? Yes, you're on live. Oh, my What's God. your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, Sienna Jones from the Bronx, New York City. Hello, Sienna um, from the Bronx. What's on your mind? Oh, I'm sorry. I understand what you're saying, and I think you're spot on with the assessment of but the, the type of low life that Takashi is. However, doesn't the filming of that scream a little Jesse Smollett-esque? You know, like, why would you film yourself beating a man? Now there's reports that the men that would be Takashi are like felons or they have some sort of felonies in their past and now that they've committed another felony on film, they're going to get even more trouble. So this doesn't scream fake or some type of setup to you or like something fishy might be going on? Well, is it possible? Sure it is. I use it as a story and as an anecdote because here's the issue. Tell me how this helps Takashi. Well, was his popularity fading for a bit? And maybe okay. he might be trying once, to get back in this. Once again, seeing him get stomped out in the fetal position on the floor of a bathroom, <laughs> is, is, <laughs> it, it, does that build your resume? Just tell explain. somebody explain to me, how does that build your resume? That's true. So yeah, if, if, yeah, this, if this is a setup, this is, the, this is a setup to enhance your public image, this is the worst damn whoever the hell gave this idea. He needs to go snitch on them next. That's what he needs to do <laughs> because there there is no upside of this. You getting stomped out. He's all beat up and bloody in the middle of the floor in a bathroom in L.A. Fitness wearing some damn neat booty shorts. I mean, how how does this get worse? How does That's this true. get worse? So, like I say, I mean, it's not. And yes, the folks were on video and things. So if even if it were a hoax. I don't believe that's the case. Mm-hmm. But even if it were, somebody tell me how does this help? Where's the where's that's the true. up where's the upside for him? That's true. That's true. Thank you for your time, Jason. Have a good night. Thank you very much for giving us a call. Let me get caller from Area Code three two one. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Jason. This is Antoine from Orlando. Uh, he deserves all of that. You know what I'm saying? So you know. Um, He's like, he's like he wasn't no black guy, but I respect, you know, the Spanish, the Spanish you put it in from work in there. But you like what you say, because uh, when I looked online, the people that had a problem with it were sucker dudes. Like I saw this man I put him on, Mr. DJ Academic, he had a problem with well, You all know he's a sucker. And you see, he was scared of what he was He's worried about how he's He's worried about how he got to move on. Oh, yeah, because he's next. As a matter of fact, he saw people in his context. He's next. If he moves in a real second way, you know he always takes slick stuff about foundational black Americans. Because, you know, he's Jamaican, and I've seen him say it to him and those people first and fifth that the, they got some immigrant camaraderie. You know, because that's another reason why he put them on. You know? You know, when, when, the, when like that, Takashi but, came down to the Florida, and when he told himself, it's, it's not New York, it's not L.A., it's not Atlanta. 
So I'm, I'm among quote, I'm among my people down here in Florida. And he figured I'll be safe. What he didn't realize is, man, look here, dudes have, dudes have been dealing with situations because rats now for decades. So you're walking around somewhere. Oh, you, if you if you don't really spend any time in a place like Florida, it'll become like uh, Vegas. Folks think oh, Vegas yeah, is think that Vegas is a soft yeah. city. Vegas is not a soft city. And the state of Florida, it's got some of its little retirement spots, but it's got treachery everywhere. There's felons all over the state of Florida wearing wearing shorts, and wearing shorts and flip flops. There's felons all over. Folks that did 10, 20 year bids all over Florida wearing flip flops and, and Bermuda shorts. And folks don't understand. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, like it, it's getting worse here in Florida too. Like you know, people know uh, one of the worst jails are here in Florida. It's not you. So he, even they arrest them, they're gonna be fine. They're like, nothing's gonna happen to them in jail. No, nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna happen to them on the streets. Nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna happen to them on the streets. You tell y'all, tell me, y'all think it's over for a few moments? Do you expect Takashi to take the stand against them? No. So folks yeah. better think that over. Do you really think that Takashi is going to want to take the stand against them? Do you really think he's going to want to try that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he lucky that's all he got. And people are getting mad because they're all that's corny because he's not even sending out a message. You know, you you send out a message to all the other stuff that you like that. But you you right. I've been seeing a lot of stuff. I'm 35, but I I can't lie. A lot of people younger than me. There's some people my age, but I see more of it in the younger generation. Like. Can you you imagine him taking the stand or, for example, he's showing up to court trying to clown if they were Latin Kings, like I say, speculation. Let's just say they were. Could you imagine him showing up to court doing some of that cornball stuff he's been doing? He's going, look, I come through y'all hood. Okay. Okay. Uh He wouldn't even look in their eye. He wouldn't look them in the eye. He'd be looking down like a trick. I'd be interested to see him try this. Like I say, what the fellas did, they let them know you're in Florida. And like I say, I was talking to a friend earlier this week about that, and I was telling them, you know, I was telling them about the fact that you got felons who walk around Florida just all day. I mean, that's the attire. He's walking around, you know, wearing shorts and, 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 and vacation wears. That's really what they do down there because of the climate. Okay, but every time I go, I don't dress like that. I'll either have a t-shirt on mm-hmm. or I'll have a sweater on, depending on what time of year, if you show up it's cold or something like that. But one mm-hmm. of the things I realized is I'll be damned. By the way, anytime after March, I might as well have a billboard over my head that says tourist. Because I'm basically wearing oh, like yeah. long sleeves and, and black pants. So not only am I not wearing shorts, because I don't really wear shorts like that, I'm always wearing pants and everything I wear is black. So it's like, oh, you ain't from here. You're not from here. Uh-huh. So I and I understand uh-huh. that. So I understand the people that I'm looking at when I'm around there. So, I, but I'm cognizant of where I am. I don't go venturing. I don't go exploring. I go where I'm supposed to go, and I and I, I stay within certain boundaries. I don't go off exploring foreign neighborhoods. If I make a wrong turn, I know how to bust a U, even in a Tahoe. So uh-huh. I, I don't sit there and do stuff like that. And I respect the rules of the road. I respect the rules of the road. Like when I went down to Miami. And when you go down to Bayside, man, look here. They got the Hard Rock Cafe, but I know felons when I see them. They tell oh, them about everything. Me. I know felons when I see them. They down there by the beach with everybody else. They just had a bunch of shootings up there. Yeah, what was that? Uh, 
not cold water, um, young, they just uh, on the ocean. Uh, by ocean, by ocean. Yeah, they it's just shoot out. I don't, I almost got shot walking around down there. Welcome to Florida. It's like that all, all year. Welcome to Florida. So all year like, round. Okay, you know, when when you're in the environment, you gotta have to understand where you're at. So I understand that. I understand how I need to look a certain way, and don't go places I'm not sure about. And that was a bunch of places you are sure about. Dude, you're surrounded by felons everywhere. You're surrounded by felons everywhere. Yeah, this idea that it's just one big-ass amusement park and one big beach is wrong. There's felons everywhere. You're lucky you didn't go to St. Pete. It would have been worse. Oh, no, he don't want that. You don't want to go over there. No, no, That's he even worse. You don't want to fool around with that at all. So, like I say, definitely, if what they would do is putting everybody on notice, welcome to Florida. Welcome to Florida. On day one, it's on, on site. And what that does is sends a very clear message to everybody else about what to expect going forward. Now, Generation Snitch 9 don't like that. The Fruit Booty Mama Boy Generation doesn't like that because they want to have a situation where they can be eternal children. That's the problem with Hernandez. He wants to be a kid for the rest of his life. But he's playing with grown men while he's trying to explore this eternal childhood. He's in that age range, too. He's 25, 26. Grown men have an obligation to leave that kind of thing out. We can't operate as men with some immature ass, overgrown Peter Pan sitting around us. That's a danger to our lives. That is a threat and a danger to our lives. We can't move like grown men with, with a fellow like this sitting around. You can't do it. Oh, yeah. You can't do Did it. Did you see the other video? There's another video that's closer that's like, they really beating the brakes off now. I know you saw that one. I was, I've, I've gotten all the videos I can. I've got a few of them and stuff. I just stitched together what I have here. I just stitched together what I have here. But I definitely think the point's it's been made. Point. The point's been made. I think everybody gets the point now. <clears throat> Thank you very much for giving us a call tonight. Let me get a caller from area code 469. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where are you calling from? It's Thomas calling from Dallas. Thomas from Dallas. What's on your mind? Jason, that's going to have to be some strengthening out here in these streets. These young men, this is a prime example. If you run your mouth, snitch, you're out here playing this game, streets don't have no mercy. And when he's finding out, it's nowhere he's going to go where he's going to be safe. He's lucky these guys can kill him in that battle. And I want to talk to, to, to the young guys. Don't do this. Don't be out here snitching on nobody. Don't be out here acting a fool. Don't be out here. The streets don't have no mercy. I mean, out there in Florida, man. Man, they used to kill tourists back in the 80s and early 90s by the droves. Florida's real sneaky about that. So you got to be careful you out there, anywhere in the South. You know, yeah, we have Southern hospitality down here, but yeah, you, you better know where you're at. Do you all so, yeah, realize we're coming up on what? 15, 15 or so years since the advent of the iPhone? Think about that for a few moments. People have been living in a fantasy world. That's just a matter of inches from their eyes for the better part of 15 years now. If you count the internet, you're going on 30 years, the public internet. Right. Now, what I'm saying is they're detached from reality. They're detached from that. They've been detached from reality and consequences, expectations, manhood, womanhood. They've been totally disconnected from it to the point that you look up and this little, goof, this little goofball is running around. 
when fellows sit up here trying to protect that and stand up for that because they don't have the confidence Think about this, brother. You don't have the males today who are able to move as a group and trust each other outside of sports. Outside of sports, you don't have that. Sports and maybe the military, but I wouldn't put too much on that one. Outside of sports and military, you don't have it. You don't have it. That's a dangerous situation to be in. The worst thing I had, you know, I had an older brother. And my older brother had a found out I was snitching. Maybe he didn't beat the brakes off me, man. Because you bring that that black that bad blood you bring it to the family because doing that get your family killed. So yeah, my older brother would knock my head off, but we knew that. So we knew we knew better in our time. These these young cats, they 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 telling themselves on, on online. So it, it, they they snitch on themselves. Well, because so everything's entertainment. Everything is entertainment to them now. Nothing is actually real. Right. Everything is supposed to be entertainment. Everything's supposed to be ha ha, laughing and jokes. Everything's entertainment to them. They're detached from their actions. They're detached from the actual environment that they're in. And that's a dangerous situation to be in. That's a dangerous situation to exist in. Where you live in a real world, but you're detached from your from your actions. I'll let you have the last word. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be uh <laughs> I mean imagine he made it with the prison. Imagine the ten pounds, it would have been 20, 30, 40 pounds worth what he got because you go in there with them booty shorts in prison. It, I mean, you talk to guys that's been to that man, they got some young some young guys coming in and thinking they tough, man. If 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 I can't even explain what they go through. So yeah, even even the guy that's why he's snitching. We already be one. Thank you very much for giving us a call here tonight. Let me get a uh, caller from area code 817. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, Dean from Grand Prairie. Dean from Grand Prairie, what's on your mind? Hey, bro, this is about 15 minutes of the program, so I hope I don't regret you taking anything you're saying, bro. But this dude would have never made it in, in the era of Kumo D, DMX, none of those brothers. Um, <clears throat> I'm in my mid-40s, bro, and, you know, there's just a couple of rules to this game. I mean, you don't talk to the police. You know, if you got a chick, little size, <laughs> you tiptoeing with her at 3 in the morning. I mean, there's just, it's just rules to this game, bro. And these young bucks, man, they just, like, they don't understand, bro. You know, they don't understand the rules of the game, bro. And they want something for them. And, you know, it's do kind of got what he deserves. If you ask me, bro. So, well, like I say, really some a, of the stuff you yeah. see going on out here today, some of the stuff you see from these young cats out here today, and some of the fellas that they idolize. I mean, just think about that for a moment. The fact that he has a fan base, period, is a sad commentary. Just that he's even got one. <laughs> Man, I, I, I like to see. I, I like to see old stuff that's supporting him, bro. Like that. That's what I need to see, bro. Like, you know, no real brothers in, in their mid-40s and all up, or even in, in their 30s, bro, or, you know, they, they, they kind of get in the game, bro, about podcasts, I guess, you know, it's very important what you're doing, bro. No, these are little nods. Today, we don't have men anymore like that in sway, certainly not in, in what they're looking at in mass. <laughs> you got little Nas X. 
Lil Nas X gangsters, Lil Nas X characters. That's that's what these young fellas are looking at today. Thank you very much for giving us a call. That's what they're looking at today. No, you don't have anything solid. Okay, I got Dan on Zoom. Uh-huh. What's on your mind, brother? Back shot. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm glad you talked on the topic because uh, what he said. That that was six nine six one. Definitely a mess for any young kid. No, he's just saying, what happened to real life? I'm out. Yeah, he is. What's up, dude? 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 What's up, Yeah, 
versus the other one is because it's low key, not so much people rowdy, and uh, people are not using it as a dating thing. It's quiet, old people, white folks. So when he got touched like that, I was like, wow. It's, I was surprised. Because Lake Worth, we're known um, Lake Worth got hit with Rico Art twice, especially with the gang with top six. So with Lake Worth, we don't play like that. And him being way out there, I, I was surprised. That's all I got to say. He thought he was safe. Somebody gave him the word. He didn't show up there by accident. Somebody gave him the word, hey, don't worry. There's no certifies here. It's clean. It's safe. You don't have to worry about anything. He probably didn't have security or the money might. That's another thing. Folks, you understand. I've been saying this since the whole thing happened. Do y'all think he got caught slipping like that because the money was straight? Do you think he got, where's his security? He knows he's going to have that on him 24 7. I'm saying that the money ain't right. Well, let me go dip down to Florida, hang out for a minute, save a few dollars. Let me save a few dollars. And what you found out is it's not safe. It's not safe anywhere. Not if you got a rep like that. It is not safe. Thank you very much for giving us a call. Let me get Color Mary Code 401. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where you calling from? How you doing, Jason? Uh, my name is Malik Walker, Mass. All right, Malik, what's on your mind? Oh, man. I don't even know how this 6 9 kid got all this popularity and everything else. It all goes back to what you said about the early 90s, early 2000s, about the snitch culture. It's like playing him a boom of being the snitches. Sound all like you said, the new generation, the mama's boy generation. They think it's just, you can snitch and it's okay, and it's not. You never know who's watching. You never know who knows you or knows that person you dined out. And it all just comes back to street code. Some people are on street justice, so you don't know who's going to come after you. You don't know when you can be touched or when you're going to be touched. They're going to most likely catch you when you're slipping. Well, brother, think about this for a few it's moments cold. here. We're what now? Almost 30 years from a... Three strikes being initiated. And all the other states have their own version of it now. But do you understand what that means for a lot of these fellas in some cases, some of them just getting out? Maybe not from their third, but from their first or second, some of them are just getting out. Things been happening. There's some folks who've been locked up for a while and they just hit the streets. And you're gonna find out. You're gonna find out what they own. They were, you don't know who you're dealing with or who you met. Something's happened to them behind bars. It's happened to them. Like, for example, if, if you ever fought, uh, uh, if you ever fought a case and see what prosecutors do, if you ever fought a case where you got other defendants with you, man, look here, they pull out the stops. They pull out the stops. Oh, yeah, they do it by guilt, by association, man. That's why, like you said, they try to get the one person that's the weakest link to snitch on everybody. Dude, they ain't got no rules and for it. I, I know what it's like to be in a situation where a prosecutor is trying to get five of you. And they putting the pressure on, they trying to see if they can get somebody to flip. They trying to see if they can get that to happen. Once they get the one, bam, they get everybody. I know what it's like to oh, be in that kind of young situation. situation is the perfect example. Well, the thing is, for me, I've always tried to be around solid people. So I've never tried to be, if I even get the hint that eh, this ain't going to go right, or you're not that kind of person, if you're not with it like I'm with it, I'm not really going to spend any time with you. So whether you think they're short-sighted or whether you think they're wrong-headed or not, I want to be around people who are solid like that. Because if something happens, they only got to get one. They just, they look for the weakest link, they just got to get one. And I know what it's like to be in a situation where that's what occurs. And the prosecutors are going to pull out the stops. They, they, because remember, the Supreme Court's told them they can do whatever. 
They don't have to tell you the truth. They can lie. They can do whatever. They can fabricate. They can do whatever they need to do to get you to, to get you to tell. They'll do whatever they need to do to get you to cop You find out that they had no evidence. They told you the other folks was going to flip on you. They did not do that. But they have it's legal for them to say anything to you. So if and the majority of these cases, man, the majority of the time, if everybody just stands firm, for the most part, if there's no if there's no physical evidence, no video cameras, for the most part, it's gonna be hard to get a conviction. What they really want to see is are you scared? Oh, prosecutors never had the best interest at mind. They anything to try to get a conviction. That's why you should never trust any of the prosecutors or anything saying that they're on your side. That's why they want to keep you locked up as long as they can, because if you're behind bars, they got all y'all separated. Next thing you know, they done told you this, that, and the other. And they want to see which one of you is not not as solid with the others as you claim you are. You'd be amazed how often they can get a whole group of folk just by getting one person to flip. They get the one to flip, then he gives them some information they didn't have before. Now they send him back to his cell. They bring the other ones in and then tell them, hey, we know what happened because they talked to Debo over here. Next thing you know, they're like, damn. Now, you know, the last one through the door is the one that gets the worst deal. Next thing you know, number two is flipping even harder than number one was. Very true. Very true. It's just like what you said. Like, back in the day, they're so bad now. Generation Z won't even fight you with their fist head up. They're always grabbing a gun or something like that. But you get a real one from, like, the early era of the 90s before the mama's boy generation. You know, hope this comes to you straightforward and just we'll settle it right there. And then that's the problem with the new generation. They're not made enough to take a man and fist to fist. No? Tell me, what type of manhood did you have <laughs> if Takashi 6'9 six, uh, six, is, is playing on your playlist? I gotta figure out what type of man, know, man what type of manhood code do you subscribe to if I pick up your phone and I see Takashi six six nine. I'm I'm trying to figure out what code you what code of manhood you believe in. Not from that era, that's for sure. I mean I came from like the early like eighties, nineties, so you know I'm all about the Dr. Dre era and all that type of music, you know. Like I already know there was always a moral form for that, you know. But you can't just snitch on somebody and expect nothing not to happen. Just street justice, man. You know, at the very least, bro, you couldn't you couldn't go back to a studio or nothing. You couldn't go back to the studio. Oh, you no. couldn't work with anybody. Nobody would deal with you. Nobody would touch you from New York to LA. Nobody would work with you. They would not touch you. You couldn't be a snitch from late the late eighties and the nineties. You couldn't be that. You couldn't be that and get a record deal. You couldn't be that walking place. They ain't gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Thank you very much for giving us a call tonight. Let me get called Mary Code 615. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where you calling from? Yeah, just more quick. Okay, you got a lot of noise going on behind you, brother. Okay, let me get called from Mary Code 224. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where you calling from? Yeah, I'm calling from Chicago. Great Lakes Champion. Great Lakes Champion, what's on your mind? You know, uh, you know, well, the first thing you said, you made a good point. The only way to probably get out those Rico laws is everyone to shut up. I saw that back again shootout. Everyone shut up in the fence to really get them. But um, the second thing I want to say is that when you try to talk to, like, a lot of younger guys, like, in my, I'm 37, 37 and younger at least, they always say, well, where do these rules come from? Who made these rules? They, they always go to these same trying expressions that I, that I get from different women. And it's like, like you said, that whole logic. 
and they don't understand there's consequences there's a way men are supposed to act so you can avoid killing each other and other type of violence they, they don't get that they just avoid confrontation no matter what and just just keep it with inside of them and just think that going along get along it's going to just work out so they won't respect anything that you're trying to say or i'm trying to say with Takashi 69 because he made the deal he, he joined up and he knew there were certain regulations well, hitting the street like that, and then you going around doing interviews and things, he was trying to prove to the world that, oh, don't worry, the code isn't there, and it doesn't matter. But what I'm saying is that, that that puts, if you in that life, that was a watershed moment. That's a very that's a very treacherous moment if you're in the life, that you got somebody who's just openly going around talking about, yeah, these fellas are going to go two years, and, and I told, and, and then the rules. Now, I mean, when you talk to people like, what's his name, Michael Franzese, He's got a YouTube channel, you know, and Michael talks about that where he said, you know, the life is over. For the Italian mafia, he said the life is over because the problem was when the Rico laws came in, and when they started cracking down the mafia, everybody then it became everybody started flipping in an attempt to get themselves out of jail time. So the laws, it used to be if you did an armed robbery, you did jail two to five years and you came home. Today you do an armed robbery, you're looking at 10 to 20. And if it comes to Rico, you'd be looking at life. So when they go in there, everybody's trying to save themselves. So whereas the old code would still work today, it would still save you today. The only difference is one person may be looking at more substantial time than the others. Now that's how they get them. They're like, okay, we don't really have enough evidence to get all of you, but we probably got enough evidence to hammer one of and we, we're betting on him to, learn, to flip over and learn. sell the rest of them out. But we don't actually have the evidence to get all of them. John Gotti got what, acquitted twice? It wasn't until they got Sammy Bull to flip. When they got him to flip, then it, that's when it went down. But they weren't able to get that man until Sammy That's the way it works. That's really the way it works. They need somebody else to give them the information they don't have. Somebody who has credibility as being a part of what you do, as a part of your inner circle, they need somebody to give them that credibility. Once they got that, it's over. It's over. And as grown men, we understand that we can't, we can't have somebody like that in our business. As grown men, if you got little boys, if you got boys who are children, you can't have them like that. You really, really can't. I didn't say what you teach. Here's the thing about this. Snitching and lying are two separate things. But it shouldn't be. But see, it didn't went under the radar. and lying are two separate things. Let me tell you something right now. If you walked into a room and you saw two boys sitting in two different chairs and the teacher is standing in front of the both of them and something got broken in the class or whatever, the teacher standing in front of both of them, you see one boy, he's sitting there stone-faced. He's five years old, but he got his arms crossed and he's sitting there stone-faced. Then you got yeah, the other boy, he's weird. five years old. Which one of y'all did it? A teacher. It was him. It was Tommy, Tommy and, and Millie and, 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 and Joseph. And they were all in their place. And I told them to sit down, but they didn't do it. <laughs> Here's my question. Which one of them would you I think is ready for man right now? Uh, Which one of them would you consider to be actually be more mature and ready for the actual world? The one who sat there and was quiet and didn't move? Or the one that the second they said something to him, he's jumping up and, 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 and vomiting okay. the mouth. 
what Double the, drag. One yes. of them strikes you what as an inherent sure. The oh, other one strikes you as an inherent Oh, the karate guy. Yeah, he might be telling the truth. Yes, yes, but he also okay. strikes you as an inherent definitely going to watch it. You definitely gonna watch yeah, it. Yeah, I got a friend that was trying. Yeah, I, I see know. that, and I, I think um, he just brought something else up in my mind. Um, it's two situations. I mean, Even if he's not the hero they deserve, he's the one they're gonna get. Thank you very much for giving us a call tonight. Imagine holding that up as as one of your heroes. Imagine that. Imagine holding that up as one of your heroes. On Zoom, I got James on Zoom. Let me turn your camera on, James. Point your camera down, James. It's at the bottom of your screen, brother. It's at the bottom of your screen. We can barely see you. What are you doing? James, your audio is not on. James, your audio is not on. Your camera is barely showing you. Can I get you to fix this, sir? James is, as y'all can see, James is so far down. We can barely see him. James, I'm going to put you back in the waiting room and see if you can get this set He's not ready for life right now. Let me get caller from area code 903. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where you calling from? This is Orlando from Longview, Texas. Orlando from Longview, what's on your mind? Well, I need some real game. What about race-based snitching? Like, I would never snitch on my own race, but say a white supremacist come at you with a threat. Then you file the paperwork on him, and then kill him. How about that? Well, snitching like that. Like, I would never snitch on a black person. Well, I'm certainly not going to advocate anything that uh, so as far as um, the scenario you just gave, um, I don't, I cannot publicly endorse such a scenario. I mean, I will, that's, that's my opinion. It's telling on dude. I told on dude, I'm, listen, I used to be in the game like 10 years ago. 10 years later, I got a business going. And then this dude, there's a threat at me. I cannot, I mean, he's a, he's a white dude. What can I do? I mean, a black person give me a threat. I'm like, okay, whatever comes, come. I got it. But a white person do it. This is a whole nother ball game. I'm going to the police, get the paperwork on your ass, and then I'm sitting like right now, I'm in the parking lot with my location on because I know how to get him to come to me. I've already got the paperwork on. Why would you tell him? Why would you tell him, man? What the fuck? Did that make me a bad person? This is a white bad person it possibly could be. I'm not sure. I mean, I it's like, um, what you call uh, it? Premeditated. Yeah. Don't call him and ask questions like that. You dumbass. It starts, to, it starts to smell like things. Speaking of snitches and rats, by the way, it starts to, starts to smell like, it smells like an alphabet. Voice, and he's so. calling him a snitch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I couldn't help you. Right. I couldn't help it. Started he to smell like the around okay, yeah. so, I don't know what he's wearing. But yeah. What's that cologne you got on? They call that agent. <laughs> right. They call that agent. What you wear? What you put? Right. Jason, what should I do? Handle your business. Agent. Handle your business. Are you, are you asking me for it? Handle right. Handle your business. However you call. Man, you gonna tell me what you gonna do? 
so I could say, yeah, do it. And then I'm going to get called because you're the one you're on live. Right. He handled that right. He handled that right. Kevin Jackson. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Damn. That
go with what you was preaching, man. I wanted to go with what you was what you was teaching. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I, I thought I was going to get some brain being in the streets. And to you, um, your last broadcast when one of them callers had called up, you like, oh, some, some, some about meat, about big meat. And you was like, hey, man, I'm standing on the business. You gotta do what you gotta do out here. So you know, I, I respect you for that. Like, okay, yeah, JB with us. You know what I mean? He right there with us, even though you know you say you ain't in the streets. But going back on street justice and, and Putting that out there, I learned that from a situation from a Dallas police. I'm from Dallas, so you know what I mean. A Dallas police one day, you know how to, you know how Dallas is. You've been out here. Oh, yeah. One day we was out there in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Some, some street stuff happened. Uh, somebody from the neighborhood took took the young dude white. His 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 dad and the OGs from the other side came over. Long story short, they ended up sneaking my camp over. We went up there, found one of the OGs. We beat him up. You know what I'm saying? His ring popped off his. Necklace watch, you know, all that shit just popped off. I don't know what happened. But somebody called the police and uh my Kimpo, his jaw was messed up. And they the police asked us, you know, they were like, Hey, you wanna press charges, you know what I'm saying? Do you wanna, you know, go ahead and press charges on, on the person that we beat up, whatever? And he was like, nah, you know, he was trying to keep the street, I would press charges on his ass. I would sue shit out his ass. But uh he was like, nah, whatever, whatever. And my mom was like, uh, woo, woo, woo. She was saying, you know. Hey, y'all need to suppress short, you know what I'm saying? Just let's handle this shit. And the cop, the black dude, he was like, nah, they believe in street justice. So, you know, that's what they standing on. They standing on street justice. And my mom was like, what the hell is that? And at that time, I was like 15, 16. I was like, damn, if a police believe in street justice, that means it's street politics. That means it's a street law that we got to follow. Even the police respect that. Even he's saying that. So to anybody who didn't know, hey, man. The police don't even snitch on each other. They'll, 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 they'll outcast you if they see you talking to the internal affairs. The government don't even believe on that. They call you a whistleblower. Come on, man. If people don't understand how, how deep this shit is, man, they need to stay far, far away from me and far, far away from no, the police. Going the police don't respect, uh, they don't respect criminal snitches. Why do you think, why do you think, why do y'all think Whitey Bulger got got as soon as he got in prison? Soon as Whitey Bulger got got, that was it. It was a wrap. He wasn't in there two got. days. That was it. Jeffrey Epstein, we can go down the list. And even the people, even the people, all them like teachers on the criminal side. Even they don't like yeah, it. Yeah, they'll be looking at you and they'll be like, oh, him? Oh, he a snitch. He told on his whole crew. They'll tell you that. They'll tell you about certain people who walk around here thinking they're gang. So, him? He told. He's been a CI since, well, they ain't gonna tell me CI, but they'll be like, they need to write their toe. We ain't have to pay him, he told. So, man, I like how you be bringing up that mafia quotes too, man. You know what I'm saying? You be keeping it G. You standing on the business, man. You know, I'll fuck with you, man. Well, I appreciate you hearing me. Thank you very much for all night. Please do give us a call again. He's not like he's from love. Like I say, I mean, there's, they, they, nobody trusts the speech. Just period. Point blank in discussion. They don't. They don't. There's a difference between telling the truth and being snitched, and they don't. They don't. These are manhood rules. These are manhood rules, but we we entered the fruit booty mama's boys skinny jeans generation. We done entered that. We entered that. So we're on this side of the fence now with a bunch of mama's boys trying to tell us what manhood is while he's sitting there in his rainbow-colored socks. With his leather sleeveless vest on. Trying to tell me what manhood is. Okay. 
Call America 323, you're on live with the business. What's your name? Where you calling from? Good evening, big brother Jason. This is brother Elijah calling out of the Bronx, New York. Elijah of the Bronx is on your mind. Brother, I got a question for you. Um, just um, I'll make it real fast. I used to be a snitch, but oh, when I shit. was a teenager, like in high school, when I didn't really oh, have no background. All right, but that's what I wasn't was one of those snitch, um, certified.
you get held accountable by the people that you lied to. That's the difference. See, in the civilian world, you go to a courtroom with police officers, folk who you didn't give your word to are holding you accountable. So the civilian population is depending upon people who have nothing to do with the situation to hold you accountable for what you did. How can you? In the we saw an example of immediate accountability. I'm he glad that the young folks is out here. Yeah, he I'm 42. So, you know, I've been punched in the face for saying something I probably shouldn't have said or something that I really wanted to say that was going to be consequences for. So I remember what that feels like. These kids today, they get to do a whole lot of things without consequences because most of their interactions aren't face-to-face. And I think that kind of puts us in a, in a, in a crazy predicament. Well, you know, let me go back to the situation Sometimes here. You you the DOC. Respect shout out to the DLC. You know, on Twitter, Ice T has something to say. Yeah, they catch you in the real world. So my oldies, they the bloggers, they never did them in their life. I got choices. I got choices to make. I can sit up here and do a Takashi six times. Get off live, Here's the problem. I go to California that one. I go to California. I ain't trying to be watching over my shoulder in California anymore than I have to right now. You need to be, whatever you're going to say in response to Ice-T, that better be something you're going to stand on. Because he's got a lot more respect out there than you do. That better be something you're going to stand on. Now, I have no ego to inflate with Finn. It doesn't bother me one way or the other. But um, another person will set up here and be like, hey, man, F Ice-T and this, that, and the other, man. I mean, what about that right there? You all Dude, the, the streets don't and not gonna see it that way. You better not say something you're not gonna stand by. So I think that's an issue of errors, though. You being a man of a certain age, you remember what it's like to have to be seen, felt, and heard at the same time. So this detachment that we get from the internet area is the cause of it. I'm sitting up here when I go out to LA. One of the first places is I know uh, I know a couple of people, but there's not nobody I can check in with like that. But just as it happens. A couple of folk I know live off of Crenshaw. Straight off the freeway, right out of downtown, because you know me, I'm a tourist. Straight out of downtown, hit the freeway, get off on Crenshaw, make that left. And those are folks out there. I'm just saying, if, if you've never been to Crenshaw, you don't understand. It's not as, in some areas, it's bigger than this, it's bigger than you think, but it's smaller than you think. It's bigger than you think, but it's littler than you think. It is very easy to get caught up. It is very easy to get boxed in on Crenshaw. It is extremely easy. Very easy. It's very easy to get boxed in on Rosecrans. Extremely easy. It is there is damn easy to get boxed in on Central. It is very easy. So these are not places I heard about. These are places I've been. So I'm gonna respect this I'm gonna respect that situation. It's like hey if you go for example even gangsters don't just talk to each other crazy. Even gangsters don't just mm-hmm. talk to each other all kinds of crazy. They don't do that. Mm-hmm. Gangsters don't sit here and go get to yap at each other and whatnot back and forth on the streets. We hear about it on the news when they meet up. It's not people can't sit here and show you no whole real text message lines and back and forth on timelines on Twitter. That's the little young fellas doing that. That's the little yeah. high school kids. Gangsters are gangsters, gangsters are essentially respectful individuals if you know any real gangsters. They're not loud, rowdy, rah, rah, none of that, because they know when they make moves, it's a real move. So they, they generally, gangsters approach you with respect. And from my personal experience, from what I know, I don't propose to be a gangster, but I have known many gangsters. They, they've been pretty respectful individuals. 
until you cross that line, and then it gets crazy. So I think these young kids got a real warped idea of what a gangster is and what a gangster is supposed to be, and they need to understand that gangsters were bred out of necessity. That's not something they truly wanted to be. Gangsters are highly talented, highly intelligent individuals that would have been extremely successful in alternative situations. I think that's what they missing. That's what they need to know. But good, good looks for your uh, platform tonight, brother. Much love to you. Keep doing what you're doing, man. You're doing it right. Standing on business. We try to. Thank you very much for giving us a call tonight, brother. Please do give us a call again. Like I say, don't say anything you won't stand on. I just, I just see them as serious individuals. And I respect that because I'm a serious individual. I'm not going to come at them just any old kind of way. I'm not going to come at them any old kind of way. There's levels to this. There's seniority. If I need to talk to any of these fellas, I know how to talk to them. If I, if I need to talk to them, I can get a hold of them behind the scenes. I don't have to do any of that. You know, I don't do any public stuff on that. Don't have to do no cloud chasing. Don't have to do any of that. None. These young fellas don't understand that. They think everybody's going to treat them like that. That's the problem I have with these situations is and dealing with situations where, look here, if it comes down to it, and somebody going to do 10 or 20 years, and you talk, you sit up here on the internet laughing and giggling, are you serious? These folk over here about to do 20, 30 years, and you sitting over here laughing, and you're sending the impression to these other young dudes out here, this is all just a game? Really? I think that's criminal to do that. I think that's criminal to these young fellas the idea that this is all just a game like that. It's, it's not. Call me Miracle 785. You're on live with the business. What's your name? What are you calling from? What's up, Jason? This is Kansas Cam. Come out to speak to Kansas. Currently in New York City, actually. All right, Kansas Cam, what's on your mind? Hey, man. The, the Zimmerman cop out that everybody keeps saying. Talking about, oh man, gotta do that to George Zimmer and just that that crazy cop out around different hoods announcing itself uh, all around America, like uh, Takashi uh, Six Nine was doing. Um, and I, I, I would like to put a put a hammer to that, man. And for those that keep saying that, I mean, what what are you doing about it exactly? Because I mean, this is not just a this is not a gang a gang member issue. This is a you know this is a situation where if you feel like that about it, you know. Uh, do something about it. Yeah, I mean, if, if, you, if, you, know, if you actually know where he is, what the hell are you doing on Twitter? Thank you very much for giving us a call tonight. I mean, if they're really that serious about it, what the hell are you doing complaining about us on, to us on Twitter about it and things? Just, oh, you know where he is? Why are you sitting here talking to us? Call America 443. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is James from Baltimore City. James from Baltimore, what's on your mind? My bad, uh, Jason Black. That was me trying to get my Zoom together. I'm just coming home from work and I seen this topic and I couldn't wait to get on here. But man, this is some of the realest shit. You know, we've been getting them up no flies on in Baltimore. I got people that used to fuck with dudes. When they found out that that happened, he, I, I told the kid that fuck with him, don't fuck with him, because he can't come here. We, what are we doing now, promoting snitching? I'm glad this happened to him, because I, I ain't going to lie, for the last four years, I done seen so many Mexicans in these schools, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? This shit look like New York. No, baby New York. I ain't get versus New York. 
Like that, I want to put this in context of what you're saying because here's the issue the real issue is who he's snitching to. That's the first question. No, snitching, 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 snitching to the police, you all get some things together. One of y'all got caught. See, people get snitching confused. Like, that's why I be like, you young niggas don't even know the meaning of words. Snitching is snitching and telling, telling is two different things. If you snitch on somebody, that means you and the group or you and that person snitch something together. That was illegal. You got caught. He didn't. Or both of y'all got caught. If that man run his mouth about to get himself out that situation and to bury your ass, that's snitching. Yeah. That is snitching. Now, people now in Baltimore get it confused. When you try to G-check or check a motherfucker that's doing wrong in the community, basically save his ass and save the community, and if you get an authority figure to check his ass, people now call it snitching. That's why the hood is in chaos. Yeah, I mean, you, when when the consequences are levied by somebody else who's not connected to the neighborhood, they're not connected to the neighborhood, they're not connected to the people. I'm a strong proponent. Folks talk about the purge and things like that. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Y'all want me to just be talking about it. I wouldn't have a problem with it. I wouldn't have a problem with it. For, but if my only thing is, I wouldn't want to be a day. I want to be we a day. We agree with that. We try to get these fuck niggas a body. If, if they're going to have the purge, I wouldn't want it to be for just one day. I want it to be for like a month. Give it 30 days. We can do it like once every two or three years. But if you give them 30 days, it's a whole lot of problems would get resolved in my opinion. I'd be a but bottom line is, if people know that you were deterred, they're going to be going to be in Baltimore. When Brandon Scott oh, got in office as nigga, we already had a baby purse. They just ain't support that shit, man. Look at our problems. If you go to our, the media is not covering what's going on in Baltimore, Jason, but at all. He needs to drop And man, what? I'm a firm believer in I'm a, I'm a firm believer of, you know, when consequences, if, if the deterrent is the people, you're going to have a lot of fewer issues when the deterrent comes from there. But this idea that somebody else is going to step in and take care of it for you, if they do, it's going to come with a measure of control after that. It's not going to be to just resolve the issue. Now it's going to be with a measure of control. Now it's going to be with them setting new rules and whatnot. And next thing you know, they went from coming in to quote unquote help. Now they got everybody hemmed in and everybody boxed in. But back in the day, when the consequences came from the street and the consequences came from the individuals you was messing with, folk were a whole lot less likely to try that. They're a whole lot less likely to try that. I, look, I'm going to keep it a fuck with you. We got a lot of old dudes and a lot of old coons that was from Baltimore. What do you do to that damn? I don't really like to use love in Maryland. You know how you got it all coded up like your hair. Your from Maryland. It's Baltimore. It's Idiot. That's like our Philly is. That's our cousin. How we got it now, even the old coon, they done left the building still voting Democrat. But they left the building so that the OG, that the OG that I grew up with, that ain't with that smoke. They like, look. We need y'all to do this, do that, make sure he go to school. At least we got a law is you can't hustle to it if you come from school. Your ass gonna get your ass. Let me see your report card, too. Now you can sell your little weed or whatever and take your ass in the house before the light come on. 
That's just how the law is here now. That's how it is. Yes, uh, and that's street justice. Now they can do anything they Because you really can't stop a man from doing what a man wants to do, especially when he don't even know what he's doing in the situation he is dealing with a single baby mother. Most of these niggas don't know, like, I go out here and be like the goddamn, well, I ain't gonna say no, the kid, but be a, be a person where though the kid can, like, relate to. See what I'm saying? Well, you know, think about this for a few moments. These are phrases we don't hear outside of black society, for example. You don't have to say stop snitching to the Italians because all one trip to the Italian market, you figure it out. You go to Chinatown. That's no. a damn close. Every no. Chinatown in America is its own closed no. ecosystem. You can disappear in Chinatown no. and nobody ever see you again. That's a no snitching zone. And they know you a snitch. They don't. They don't, man. You ain't got to tell them that. See, that's the thing with the black community. The black community literally don't have a code of what snitching it. Like, to the black community, if I go out there and get locked up for the Asian man, I'm trying to sell dope across California. If I sell on that Asian, if I come back to the black community, I'm dead. The Asian good in this community. Get what I'm saying? Facts. Like I say, man, just those are places where you don't have snitching. You you can you can disappear in Chinatown and ain't nobody heard or said nothing. I don't give a damn which one it is. Asian man can. I'm saying what I'm saying what Asian man can. Well, no, what I'm saying though is that in those type of communities there, with is Chinatown, Koreatown, Mexican town, in them places there, if you disappear, ain't nobody seen nothing. Nobody seen anything. Nobody said anything. Nobody heard anything. You ain't got nobody to snitch. Oh, they don't have to have saying. a... I get what you're saying. They don't have to have a... If a nigga snitch... Yeah, they don't have to have a no snitching policy. If you ain't hearing nothing, I get what you're saying. They don't need a no snitching policy because who you gonna snitch to? That's what I'm saying. They don't need a no snitch policy. Who you gonna snitch to? Nobody's talking to you. I'm glad you're telling the truth. People don't know that. These motherfuckers watch YouTube, don't go on these streets and just be talking about anybody else talking about nobody and don't know what the fuck they talking about, man. I got, I, we got that, we got a, we got a queen, we had a queen Latifah as a motherfucking, <laughs> as a attorney, as a attorney general. She let all the niggas home, she let all the real, shit, little red bitch, her and her husband, who oh, was yeah. in the police department, that was him. Yeah, 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 Marilyn Mosby. And um, like I say, man, they uh, yeah, they, they grabbed the left, they grabbed the left, went right to the same side. high school I went to. She went to the same high school I went to, man. And it breaks my heart that how the people can switch people. Yo, these motherfucking white people can switch your soul over, man. Cause she, I did not recognize that lady. Cause I, me, me and my brother did. Uh, man, I try. I'm changing my life. My life changed now, but this was years ago. I'm 35, man. The man, Reverend Humphrey, we made an organization to go to schools and tell children, you know, like the elementary, the middle school kids about gang violence and all that. Gangs, the gangs, the gangs, the gangs. This one, that red and the blue. You know, the real, the blue crib. Look, that's when that shit started. Baltimore, bro. And I'm like, man, this is not our culture. If you listen to what it's Sandtown, North and P, Carl, Kaiser, they name it all out. Blocks. This woman completely switched her soul, man. After like, I say about a year or two when she got in office, man. This woman, look, I, I send you, you can send me an email. I'll see my email when I do live on this go. He said, look. I done did this, did that, did this, did that. I'm talking about chemical. And then he said, and they let me out. I was like, cool, that's my bitch. The nigga snitched on yourself. He snitched on himself. Then he locked the 
after you in a minute snitch and you think it's sweet because you love that lady, you come over here. He got green lighted by the street. So when the chat room was lighting up, TVA talking about them booty shorts, but he kept having to address that. I'm like, they're not realizing. They won't even let you in with, with them shorts. That was a message, just like you said. See, if I wanted to kill somebody, I'd just kill him. If I wanted to just rob him, I'd leave him alive. Because kill him, French. Because he's a puss-ass nigga, and I know he ain't going to do that. But you a snitch. We met you in the bathroom with mirrors so you can see yourself. Make you take your clothes off. Then whoop why God whoop your ass. So once we leave you there, you got to stand up and look in the mirror. See, if we just killed you, then whoever ain't here about the killing, there's more snitches being bred out there. No, we're going to let you walk around that all this. It's a message. It's called on site. So you hit, you hit everything on the head. These young cats, these young cats who was talking about uh, 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 Miami Gardens, bro, Miami Gardens was Carol City. They changed it. It's built up now. It's still the same people, same methodology. But it, it looks nice down there. Oh, yeah. 35 or younger. You're thinking, oh, hey, this is your hood. No, bro. I grew up down there in the 80s and the 90s. It, it, it's been built up. Let me tell you. Let, let me show y'all what I think what, what's going on here. There was a they got there's more video that's been released. I wanted to talk about this earlier. I want to get your thoughts on this uh, one though. This is the video from inside the gym, right before the dudes did that, and you can see on TMZ they got there. They they, they were standing around. One of them was up in there already. He's on the cell phone calling people. And I'm like, this reminds me of Los Angeles. He's on the phone calling somebody. He's in the gym, he's calling somebody, and a little bit later, he, he goes to the door to let them in. He's calling them, you know what that is. It's like, yeah, he here. Yeah, yeah he's, he's here. here. So y'all can look on your screens and see. He got on the phone, he calls somebody, he's like, yeah, he here. I'm like, everybody in Los Angeles recognizes this. Anybody in LA knows <laughs> this is how it goes down in LA. Welcome to Florida. They already own it. Welcome to Florida. You see all that government talk you were talking about? Because you see who they got, who they let get it. See, that's y'all people. That wasn't no Latin teens. That wasn't none of that. No, that's y'all folk. You have that. That was he was green-lighted by the streets, TVA. See, we don't do, we don't do all them uh, uh, red, blue, and black uh, blood crip folk. We don't do all that. Come on, there too many loud-ass colors. You see what I'm saying? It's loud, neon, green, orange, pink. It, it ain't that. He got green lighted by the street. And as y'all folks, y'all handle that. He came over there thinking it was sweet. Disrespected the whole state. That you can come down here after doing all of that. And think, see, what we always say, TVA, everything's sweet because it ain't. And that bridge you were talking about down there by the beach, that's when they caught the causeway. And, and believe that, on the way on the bridge, you in the beans. You in the parking bin on the way off the bridge, you in Miami Beach before you get to college. You know what I'm saying? Avenue. Before you get to all of that, bro, you got to make it there. It's real. So you hitting everything on the head. People don't know. You you done travel like I done travel. Everything in the hood, they make it the hood. They don't put in industrial 
uh, uh, sites in the white people neighborhood because they ain't going to love them. Every stadium is right in the hood. Pittsburgh Stadium, Baltimore Ravens, the, the Washington team, Miami team is in the hood. And the same way they do that, that's why they put them, they'll spend 30, uh, $300 million to put a Supermax prison in your hood. You done been, you, you from Shreveport, TVA. Now, if you go back to the same block you grew up on, you probably have no street lights, no sidewalk. You come back 50 years later, still ain't no street lights, still ain't no sidewalk, but they'll put in $350 million for a Supermax prison. Oh, yeah. So, so, so that's just what it is. So, folks, all these talking about Zimmerman and all this, oh, that looks fake, that looks fake. Everything sweet till it ain't. Brother, look here. When I see somebody on the phone like this, he's already in the place. You sitting there working on the equipment, he's up in the place. I'm going to tell you what that looks like to me. That looks like that came from the top. It was like, hey, if you see, you say you see him, that seems to me like you got to check in and get, I think. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend Thank like I know. I know. I'm not gonna pretend like I know the politics down there. But it seems to me like you have to check in before you go do something like that and be like, "Hey, can we go ahead and do this? Okay, we got the green light. There's not gonna be any repercussions. He's not being protected by nobody else. It's like if you go do something like that, high profile. If he's protected by somebody else, now you gonna have to go deal with them. So you first gotta make sure there's a green light. There's nobody protecting him. Everything's okay. I he's Make the phone call. Oh, he's here. Yeah, we, we got him. He's here. So that, that's what it strikes me. I've seen it. I've seen it before, man. I've seen that before. And that's what it strikes me as is that came from the top. They gave permission and they said, okay, you can do him up. Don't kill him, but you can do him up. Let him walk around with it. Everybody keep asking him where his security at. Oh, bro, like you said, he green lighted. He green lighted. Security. You don't, you don't. You don't take your security. You don't take your security from your homeland. Let me, let me you give me give me one minute to say this. On the elite level, you rarely take your security from the West Coast all the way to the East Coast. You got a security firm that you use. And that same firm that protects you in LA will have a separate group, but that's the same company that will meet you at the airport in Miami and protect you. But the folk from Miami, homegrown, and they know, because they from the street, that you already been green-lighted. Now, that answers your question of where was his security for all the people who were talking about that fake, that stage. What he's showing is he ain't the least bit streetwise. Them dudes had eyes on him from the time he walked up in that place. I'm going to tell you something else. They probably were watching him on the way there. He might have been getting followed. I'm just saying that went down a little bit too slick. If he's driving the wrong vehicle, you got the wrong plates. Somebody, especially with that hair like that, it's not his hair, but I mean, how many rainbow colored hair look crazy? How you, how you going to mistake him? Something He sticks out like a roach on an ice cream cone. So it's like, how did they know? How can you miss him? So at that point, it's like, hey, that's Takashi 69 Hey, do we do something? Wait a minute, let me check in and make sure it's all green. Oh, it's good? Yep. Okay. Hey, I'm over here at LA yep. Fitness. You won't believe who I see. Come on in. He, yeah, he's on the weight rack right now. Yeah, he's going. Okay, wait. Wait till he goes in the back. Wait till he goes in the back in the in the shower room. Wait till he gets in the locker yeah. room. And then we're going to get him. As soon as he walks back to the back, you see, got the guys go to the front door. 
He's like, hey, he's in the back now. You see him waiting. Come on in. He's in the back now. Come on, girl. Hurry up. Hurry up. And three of them go back. And it's like, yep. the video you saw. On the video you saw. Look at them boys. He got his ass whooped in the nice neighborhood. Look at them boys that he's getting his ass pumped on, bro. That ain't in the hood. He in West Palm. He in West Palm. And 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 you that was the that was the disrespect, TDA. With 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 that snow cone hairstyle. You wasn't even trying to blend in. You wasn't incognito. You was like this where the snitches can go and relax, like you say. There you go. There you go. That's that's what we're looking for, right? That's the phrase I'm looking for. He was trying to send a message to the world that this is where the snitches hang. This is where it's good. Uh This is our vacation spot. Ain't nobody going to touch us here. And they said, oh, newsflash, we touch you. Oh, yeah. So I just wanted to bring all that out, brother, that what you were saying it, it was going over a lot of people's heads because that's the only reason there was any pushback in the chat about uh, Zimmerman. Uh, somebody finds Zimmerman. Zimmerman know because he fucked out. He know he better lay low. This dude came down here and say, I ain't got to lay low. I come down here looking like Takashi. I bring my Takashi snitching rat shit down here and it's okay. Brother, you may be right on that point, TBA. It might have came from the top. Behind him, this crazy colored Lamborghini Oris back there behind him when he's walking this building, the second clip I got. If that's his brother, I'm like, he couldn't he couldn't be trying to stick out more if he tried. It's like the, it, it's very easy to find him. This dude, this is very easy to find you. Basically, he's daring the streets to do something. He's daring. Left, left hand say fuck around, right hand say and find out. And that's what he got, TJ. <laughs> All day. Thank you very much for giving us a call tonight, One Love. Like I said, I mean, he was daring them. This is a message to these young people. Look, there's a reason why, as young people, when you were a kid, your parents whooped you. If you were lucky, your parents spanked you. What was the point of spanking you when you four years old, five years old, six years old? There's one thing that spanking you registers to you. It lets you know, it doesn't matter how highly you think of yourself, people in the real world will touch you. You sit up here talking about the First Amendment and Third Amendment and Fifth Amendment, in the real world, people will touch you. That's what your mom and your dad are impressing on you at the young age. In the real world, running your mouth the wrong way, people don't touch you. You do the, not even running your mouth, you doing the wrong thing, you snitching on people, you get folks in trouble, you laughing and joking around about it. In the real world, people reach out and touch you. They really do. Call America 832. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, I was just in Texas. Jay. All right, Jay, out of Houston, what's on your mind? Okay, so I want to say this, man. I agree with most of you your phone calls. They've been brilliant. I got to argue in the, uh, in the chat room, and I, I, I still stand by my argument, which is, Nine, his reputation is already ruined. He's running around looking like a little feminist skill. He should too, because LA Fitness is responsible. And if I'm him, I'm locking up those brothers that attack him. 
Yeah, you might be a snitch too. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's logical though. When he has to lose, he has absolutely nothing to lose. He's already snitched, and it's not about snitching. It's about leveraging and, and hedging what you can, right? Okay. Well, here's the issue: that what's that going to gain them? Exactly. What you just talking about? What exactly? Right. What exactly is that going to gain? Monetary gain. Okay, but he's already freelanced out here trying to make money, so that's not going to give him his reputation, self-respect, dignity, embarrassment. It's not going to fix any of that. I mean, but he lost all that already with the trial and everything. But he's a member of the LA Fitness Club. It's been, so it's been taken to a whole new level. It's been taken to a whole new level now. I mean, but they, let him, they allowed him to become a member of that club. Okay. So they're responsible for his safety and therefore... Brother, brother they, got, they got insurance. Okay, well, he should do, right? Brother, you talking real, I mean, you talking real, I mean, brother, no no disrespect, you talking real snitchy right now. I mean, why are you so emotionally invested in Takashi being uh, compensated? Why are you so in, emotionally invested? <laughs> well, I'm not emotionally invested. I'm Clearly not you are. No, brother, okay, I'm on the phone with you right now. You're very emotionally yeah, invested in the position. The thing, okay, actually, you don't know what I would do because I wouldn't be running around snitching. Well, I, and would I, do it. I wouldn't be running around yeah, snitching, I and I wouldn't I be running around. In a, I would not be running around in a multicolored neon chorus that says basically snitch mobile. I wouldn't be doing that, so I wouldn't have those problems. I mean, just like the Batmobile, that's a big mobile, but there's a lot. I mean, what about that day? What happened happened is on camera. Okay, but here's my issue. You need to ask yourself something here. Why are you on all giggling and everything? Why are you on the side of the snitch to begin with? Your man, your manhood is in question. Right? What? Why are you on the no, side? Why are you on the side of a snitch to begin with? You acting like his defense attorney. Why are you got so much sympathy for his position anyway? Well, I'm bringing up Bill Buckstein because now I really am following him when I heard about this situation. Uh, I just had an opportunity to get financial gain. Okay, but my point is, you're the one calling up advocating that he should. Why do you got sympathy for snitches, man? I mean, I advocated because... Did you say you live in Houston? What? You said you live in Houston? Yep. Which part of Houston you live in? Northside. Northside, is this your man? Houston, 
that is playing defense attorney for no snitch like that. There's it's no part of Houston is doing it. I mean, Chris, he ain't got nothing wrong, though. What if he has a little that he hasn't already lost? He's, he's an empty jar right now. There's wait a minute. Wait a second. Did you, say, wait a minute. You, did you say your name was Jay? Yeah. Are you the guy in the chat room named Jay the Informant? <laughs> yes, sir. Oh! Okay, that explains a lot, doesn't it? Are you serious right now? Bro, look. You're the one called yeah, Jay the Informant. Right You're the one called Jay the Informant. I mean, at least you are his advertisement. All right, Houston. All right, Houston. Uh, yeah, Y'all giggly and things? Okay, Houston. All right, position man, oh, Houston. Lord. There goes the neighborhood. There goes the neighborhood. Hey, hey I'm just telling it like this, bro. If there was me in that situation, I would see the age out of LA people, and I'll have those fools locked up and get stupid and get called down. Oh, brother, I'm sure you sue I'm sure you sue McDonald's when your fries are too hot and too cold. Uh, I'm, sure that's <laughs> you too. I'm sure that's you too. So all right, well folks, watch out for JD Informant. He's easier to redefine Houston. So Houston, North Side. J.D. Informant is out here representing. J.D. Informant is out here representing. I'm sued. I'm sued. The fuck? You went around snitching? I mean, maybe. Okay, you got to feel the ass with me, too, though. I'm You might see him driving around with his Fiat 500 with the special license plate, JD Informed. All right, that's him. That's him. Houston, is this your man? Houston, is this your man? Call America 510, you're on live with the business. What's your name? Where you calling from? August from Oakland. August from Oakland was on your mind. He's trying to get this job. Yeah, I called him. This is such an important discussion. Because unfortunately, on the internet, I've seen this wave of condoling and in the in the in the black community condoling. talking about how we need more snitching in the hood. Completely contradicting their their other stances would be pro-black, but they're for white man justice. There's only two types of justice. They say street justice. There's only two types in America. Street justice and white man justice. White man justice is jail, courts, railroaded in the system, all that kind of thing. Street justice is, I'm talking about George Zimmerman's family, whoever's parents who thought it was cool or whatever to let their kids get gunned down by another man and they're not personally looking for blood. Some things like integrity surpass money and things like that or even surpass doing some time because based on my integrity i had to go to jail a lot of times for stuff that i could have told on somebody and got out but i can't live my name and look in the mirror and know that i'm a rat bastard that's that's what i'm, I'm telling you what happened at six nine that's not the last thing that's going to happen to him is an ass within a 24-hour fitness or whatever he was at What's going to happen is he has to live the rest of his life like a rat bastard, like, like Henry Hill said in the, in the Goodfellas. I got to live the rest of my life like a smith. He was up in the witness, witness protection or whatever. At least he had witness protection. 
people that are running around in society and think it's cool to call the white man to settle their problems, or when somebody kills your kid, you don't want to go event. You think the ancient Japanese who has honor and all that, you go kill their son who was walking with some skittles. You think they call the law or based on honor and integrity in their family name, somebody got to die for that shit. The reason so that we're calling all the point. The reason why we call it a system of white supremacy is because when you go up against them, you ain't going up one on one. You're going up against their whole system. You're going up against the whole group. So when they come at you, they don't come at you as an individual. So what I'm saying is if somebody got to get if they want to deal with one of us, they don't come by themselves. They never have and they never will. I'll let you have the last word. Right. Yeah, uh, my last word is going to be, if you was hitting on all cylinders, man, it's bad for the people. It was, but you took the words out of my mouth. You said when, when uh, six nine, you know, just running the mud, that was bad for the people. Him getting his ass beat and all that, that's good for the people in the world that we got to live in and all that. People hate hated Trump. Talking about, oh, Trump, uh, cheated on the taxes and that is our... Trump was a gangster. I see that motherfucker cheat on their taxes, two people cheat on their taxes. What do you have against that man cheating on his shit? That's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like, people just need to purge their stuff for all that energy. But thank you. Thank you for the broadcast and spread the word on this. Thank you. Thank Thank you very much for giving us a call tonight. We appreciate that. Thank you very much for giving us a call tonight here. Okay, I got, uh, let me see here on Zoom. I got that on Zoom. And what's on your mind, brother? What's up? What's up, Jason? All right, Dad, what's on your mind? Uh, I want to talk about this, this next thing because, um, you know, 6 9 gets all the publicity for being a snitch. Um, she's like a big-time culture vulture in my eyes. And the thing about this to me is that she's not the biggest snitch. Um, as far as we talking about people getting people cased up, like like white boy Rick, like mm-hmm. you'll never see anybody saying about white boy mm-hmm. Rick getting beat up or getting dealt with like that. You know they gave him a pass because he got sense, but they say he snitched on so many people yeah. that uh, they want to get him a fucking award. Yeah. So it's like it's levels to this snitch thing that that yeah. people not really realizing that got you know he got a little small time some right. some dudes who actually kind of earned. That 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 whole right. thing, I would have never stand on that boy in the first place. Yeah. He even put him in the game, he would be he was never solid from the get go. I honestly think I think he was some kind of damn uh, psyops, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I mean That's certainly he's no, kind of a psyops. Everybody's yeah. saying the same thing. Which said which said allow this to occur. Which said said he should be walking over that. He all, all he should be doing is paying bills. He shouldn't be doing anything. He certainly should know he can be involved in the street stuff. He shouldn't be involved in things that get y'all locked up. He shouldn't. He's this is gonna be the one who's gonna flip. This is gonna be him. This is gonna be him. Now, I will say one thing here. I mean, we can talk about other snitches out there and everything, but what I'm saying is, in Takashi's case, it is especially egregious. This little bastard's went around doing interviews. He's running around doing interviews. He's on the Breakfast Club, and anybody who wants to talk to him, he's just. Crowd on Front Street with him. So something that egregious, we ain't seen that from White Boy Rick or anybody. We, we haven't seen it. Yeah, I, I understand that, but at the same time, we did 
the, the dudes he was with did that. They brought him in. He could have been in the Latino coaching. You know, we can never go to no other culture like that and be and be put as the front man. And then and then he plays the street cat. Now he feels like he, you know, people get like the big head. Now he feels like he runs the shit. Like when he first came out, he was telling people to suck his D and stuff like that. I'm like, bruh. Who is this clown? You know what I'm saying? And then when it all goes down and he snitches and takes them down, it's like, bro, y'all did that to y'all self. Y'all gave this boy a platform platform to get up here. Now he's telling on this person, that person. Then he gets out. He gets out. And of course he feels emboldened to walk around like this shit don't stay. You feel more complicated than Scott. You're right. But this just goes along with you. But you did how you did pretty things earlier. It's almost the same shit. But she just ain't really got no criminal activity. They let the brought her in. Y'all shut her ass up, duh. Now you find out she's a raging racist. Okay. Now somebody got to deal with her. Now you got people scrambling and bumbling and tumbling and talking and saying this and that. But it's too late. Just like with the gang six nine, but it's too late now. He up in there now. Now he talking shit. Now he got his ass with Uh oh. B1. Thank you very much for giving us a call tonight. We appreciate that. You know, like I said, I mean, yeah, you, you got to be careful. You let these folks in, you let trouble in, and that's what's going to be. You let trouble in, and that's what's going to be. Let me get caller from area code 347. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Boy, Sean, calling from New York. Boy, Sean, come from right uh, that's right. Um, good evening to family. Right, where where at New York? Where at New York are you calling from? Um, I, I, I'm calling from Wasaid, New York, okay. which is the town of the origin of the NAACP, which is 92% white. So it kind of reflects the NAACP right now as well. All right, what's on your mind? Um, you know, a lot of this and is 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 a lot of to me, a lot of it with, with 69 is coming from us because we started accepting everybody in hip hop. You know, when I heard Rakim say uh, Eminem was the greatest MC on earth, it broke my heart. It broke my heart because I always thought of Rakim as the greatest MC on earth, to be honest. And I say that because I remember the early days of hip hop. I'm talking about the beginning when DJ Run was the son of Curtis Blow, when Master D and Von K in Brooklyn were out before <laughs> Melly Mel and all those and all those people. I remember going to these parties and you would never see anyone but us. And I'm telling you, yeah. when I say us, I mean us. There was no Puerto Ricans, honestly, we didn't mess with Puerto Ricans. We called them Germans. They were untrustworthy. We didn't really mess with them when I was growing up. But um, I think like a lot of that acceptance, I think a lot of that acceptance and just being happy that someone with lighter skin was part of something we were a part of had a lot to do with our present day situation and what you see would happen with Takashi 69. I honestly believe if we had kept this to
to ourselves. We had controlled it. Let me say that. If we had controlled it, it wasn't ripping off people, you know, uh, uh, um, a lot of these rappers, I think, would have would have stayed a little bit close to the home, you know, to home base with, with us as a people and having this as our thing. Now it belongs to anybody. I, I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not racist in that sense because I can't do anything to them, but I can't stand to see these guys like uh, Coach Malone and Machine Gun Kelly. It's garbage to me. It's absolute garbage. You know, we like beats. We like music. But I just can't get with it, man. And it, it just, it, like I said, it breaks my heart that even this little ass whipping that he got, he should have got his smitties knocked out, if you ask me. You know, he should, they should have kicked his brains out. But I think a lot of this has a lot to do with how we allowed everyone into our thing. And it is our thing. Well, like I said, I mean, that's, that's when you know you're dealing with some gangsters in that regard. They ain't covering their faces. They're not doing nothing. They want you to know who it was. That's how you know somebody is sending a message. They want you to know who it is. They want you to know what's going on. They want you to know how it went down. And they want you to know anything you can do about it. Think about it like that. You're right. Thank you very much for giving us a call tonight. Let me get call from Erico 313. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where you calling from? What up, though? It's Anthony. I'm from Detroit, calling from Indianapolis. Uh, Anthony from Detroit. What's on your mind? What's the word with it? Man, I'm looking at this thing, and I know a couple of people said they might think it's fake or scripted. My only question is, how are these dudes that's just getting out of the bed joint filming themselves, recording some, recording themselves, beating somebody to a fucking pulp? That don't even make sense. Pardon my friend. Happens on the news every day. Like why? Why? It happens every day. Yeah, why implement yourself or implicate yourself like that? Coming fresh out the joint, if you're some big time gangster, I don't get that. I mean, it happens every day. That's what we call it. It happens every day. So I, I can't sit here and tell you this is that it would be strange or whatever. It's certainly not. You know, think about it like this. As far as the law is concerned, it'd be just you know simple battery. I mean, it's not like it's with a dangerous weapon or anything like that. So I mean, even under normal circumstances, it's 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 a misdemeanor. Even under normal circumstances, right? You're somebody right. was sending a message. They were sending yeah. a very clear message that hey, in broad daylight, you can get it. Now here's my thing. I right. don't. Right, I, I know that they got rumors. Folks got rumors. We don't really know who the dudes are. We don't even. I'm, I'm just saying, if I take if I take it to face value, I'm just saying for, for the purposes of tonight's discussion, take it to face value. And let's just say that one of the particular narratives put out there is accurate. These were certifieds or whatever, Latin kings or whatever. Do you think he's going to take the stand if they do try to prosecute him? Does anybody actually think he's going to go up there and be like, and, and point and be pointing the finger at them? Does, does anybody think that's really going to occur? Because I'm like, bro, if you do that, yeah, you might just need to relocate well, to Brazil somebody- or something. Right, somebody got accessible to them, or maybe not. You, you might have a point. Oh, and at that point, they got to. At that point, they got to. But you riding around in a color fucking rainbow mobile, though. No, at that point, if he does something like that, they gonna have to do something. To him. At that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah if he sure. does that, sure. that they gonna have a to. Warning do shot. That was a trigger warning. It'll, it'll be worth. It'll be worth their time then. It'll be worth their time at that point. If he, 
if he goes that way, oh, it'll be worth their time to come see you now. It's like, yeah, we were sending you a message before, but now it's worth our time to give you give you some more work. It's worth it. For sure. For sure. I appreciate you taking the call, man. Thank you very much for giving us a call tonight. Yeah, like I said, I mean, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. But for everybody else out there, there's a message to be sent here. The message to be sent is that up until now, this generation has been living life as if there's there's no rules. They've been living life as if there's no rules, there's no regulations, there's no code. You can just act any old squirrely, weird, wild kind of way, and grown men are gonna give you a pass for it. I'm 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 very happy to see a situation where grown men are not doing that. I'm very happy. We need to have more like that. I'm happy to see that. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that at all. And no real man does. But Generation Mama's boy has an issue with that because that's the way they want to be. But I don't have a problem with that. You know, these are environments where you need to be held accountable for it. All we can do from is benefit from that. I want to thank everyone who has contributed to support tonight's program on PayPal, Cash App, Super Chat, Venmo. Thank you very much for your support. We appreciate that. To my man, Tommy Felix. Uh, the Jughead over there in the UK. Thank you very much. And again, also, my black. Big shout out to uh, Ogun. Big shout out to Ogun. I see you, brother. Thank you very much for your support tonight. Before I go, before I go, let me go ahead and take a, let me go ahead and address something real, real briefly here. Not don't talk about it very long because I do just want to make one thing clear. This is not the Pearly Things show. We did a program here Monday, and boy, I'm telling you, it set the world on fire. We did a program Monday, and everybody and their mama was talking about it around the world in 80 seconds. Whole bunch of folks found themselves in the hot seat. And some of those people are finding themselves copping pleas and trying to explain things. Not gonna make a big issue out of it, but some folks is copying keys and trying to explain things, and some of them ain't doing a very good job of it. If I can just be totally honest, some of them ain't doing a very good job of it. I'm not gonna spend a bunch of time on this tonight, so I know what I know what a lot of you might be thinking here. I don't, I don't have a whole lot to say right now. Yeah, I've seen some of the explaining going on. I've seen some of the explaining going on. White mommy got them all crossed up. They were tying themselves, and this fella right here was tying himself in knots, trying to trying to get himself out the bind. So yeah, that was happening. So yes, I'm aware of it. Yes, I've heard. Yes, I've seen. I am fully informed. I don't have a lot to say right now, and here's the reason that I don't. The reason that I don't is I want you all to understand. My purpose in doing what I did, as far as naming names of the people that I, I named names on, my intent was not to annihilate them. My intent was to let them know, we've given you a chance to get your paperwork straight. We're giving y'all a chance to get your paperwork straight. Y'all sat up here and you coming out the pandemic, you're so desperate to get views and subscriber counts that you sitting up here crawling in the bed with any old damn thing. You got a white girl with a room full of black females 
and she's ringleading the, the black women talk about what's wrong with each other, but she's not gathering a room full of white women and bringing in Rolo Tomasi and Richard Cooper so they can talk about the evils and the ills of white women. Now that's what she's not doing and never done. And when you saw that, you should have recognized that immediately for what it was. You should have recognized it immediately, but you were so clout hungry. You were so clout hungry and unprincipled that you allowed something like that to occur. This is where you at now. So, Jason, what are you doing? They didn't actually do anything, to be totally honest. They played dumb. When they got confronted with what she said, they played dumb. They tried to play dumb about it. They didn't really want to deal with any of it. And they tried to play dumb. So they acknowledged what she said, but then they didn't take her to task over it. So what I'm doing right now, I'm just falling back for a minute so you all can watch and witness. And they give them a chance to get their paperwork straight. Let them know the streets is listening. The streets is listening, and we're giving them a chance to get your paperwork together because your paperwork is looking dirty on the yard. Which kind of explains why you ended up with this old two-faced chick here. Uh, yeah, your paperwork's dirty on the yard. So to everybody who was rocking with her all this time, for everybody who was vanilla icing all this time, this is your opportunity to get your paperwork straight. Your paperwork is all kinds of dirty and jammed up. It's time to get it straight. And make it very clear where you stand on her. And standing on her is not, she needs to give a response. No, she doesn't. She ain't got to say a damn thing. She's already said everything. She's already said everything. You sitting up here trying to stall for time. She needs to explain this. She ain't got to explain. This is not no opportunity. It's not no thing. But, but if she comes and explains what she meant, and if she tells me, if she gets an apology, or if she just lets us know, well, what were you saying? Man, damn that. You still trying to figure out how to get booed up with her. Damn that. We don't need to hear it. We don't need to hear it. She doesn't have anything else to explain. We already heard it. So we hear so I'm just letting y'all know, over the course of the next couple of days, over the weekend, let these folks have a moment here to think about this and consider themselves, consider their credibility, and let's see if any of these people who've been so good for making videos, are, they're all real good for reacting to things and making reaction videos, but all of a sudden, white mommy got them tongue-tied. All of a sudden, they don't have a reaction to this. All of a sudden, their reaction is, ooh, well, Give her a candy thing. Can she tell it to you? think? I thought you all were the reaction people. So understand, we're going to follow up on it. Yes, she took all of her videos down. If you go to my community tab here on business, though, the, there's a YouTube video, the one that I was using before, that has her entire interview with uh, Nick Fuentes on it. She's moved it to Rumble, by the way. Now hers, she put it on Rumble. So that's where all the alt-right people went to go post their videos. So she's got it over there on Rumble. So 
yeah, all, all these folks right here, they're in a bind right now. Yeah, you're going to have to get your paperwork cleaned up. You're going to have to get your paperwork cleaned up. So we're going to give them a couple of days to get their paperwork cleaned up. If it isn't, if they don't come out and speak in a very clear, unequivocal voice and make it very clear about condemning her, none of them called her racist. None of them did that. They didn't call her racist. They talking about she needs to explain this. We ain't playing that game. She don't need to explain a damn thing. You need to sit here and let the people know whether you consider that racist or whether slavery was exaggerated. Because sometimes the biracials get confused. Sometimes the biracials get confused. Sometimes they do. So we're going to let them know here. We're going to let them know. But they're going to have a couple of days, since y'all are so good for putting out videos, we're going to give you a couple of days to start saying, you know what, here's what it really is. Here's what it really is. And if they don't, then everybody knows what's going on. If they don't, if they don't come out and call her a racist white supremacist, they've heard all the clips now, they don't come out and say this, then they're letting you know what it is. This dovetails off of what we've been talking about here tonight. It might seem like they're unrelated, but they're actually not. It's actually one and the same. I've been talking about integrity here for a while, but I'm also talking about the streets enforcing the code. You got individuals out here that they see the dominant society as who enforces the code. And we're just letting them know that's that's not the rules. It's not the way the rules work. That's not the way the rules work. What I'm saying is we're getting everybody's paperwork cleaned up right now. The paperwork been dirty for a minute. Y'all been sitting up here, you ain't gave a damn who it is you sitting next to. The paperwork has been dirty for a minute. There's a bunch of y'all been rocking with her and riding with her and the rest of them and giving them a pass. The paperwork been jacked up and messed up for a minute. So I want to say one more thing. I have some of these folks been worried about me for the past few days because they worried about whether what I'm going to say. Some of you clown ass niggas been sitting up, sitting up here telling yourselves that I'm, gonna, I'm not shouting your name out. You're not worth it. You're nobody. Only thing I would do is drive views to your channel. People are already ignoring you. Why on earth would I sit up here and, and help you get attention, please? Do yourself a favor. Go to Grand Central Station and set yourself on fire. You'll get more views that way. If you ain't on me, get you some clout. But I will say this. I feel like there are some things that have been said where I'm concerned. I'm not talking about pearly things. I feel like there are some things that have been said where I am concerned. And I really do think it's about time to start approaching and start addressing this issue of the of the black winosphere. I think it's about time for me to go ahead and address that because you don't you don't have any leadership over there and nobody you can actually rely on for anything. You don't have that. And because you don't have that, 
You don't have a situation where they got a code. So this is how you end up in a situation where a chick who is obviously the alt-right is able to walk in the room and a bunch of black females are sitting around like a bunch of hens clucking and letting her sit up here and play maestro and make idiots of y'all. This is how you end up in that situation. So if you all want to know what's on my mind right now, over the next couple of days, what I'm going to do is we're going to sit back and watch and see how the events unfold. And I figure by Monday, everybody will have made their position clear. They will have had plenty of time to come out and condemn her. If they don't condemn her, if they don't say it in absolutely uncertain terms, in no uncertain terms, if they don't make it crystal clear that they condemn her, then what they're letting us know is they're going to see if they can stall us out because they're really down with it. And let's be clear, there's a bunch of folks who actually are. they like, well, you know, it, because I don't know where is it. You know, he was that That's how they feel about it. So I just think everybody should have to be on the record. They should have to be on the record. If this is how you get down. If this is where you are. You should have to be on the record for it because it shouldn't take your chat room during your live program to get you in check. The chat room during your live program shouldn't have to be posting super chats, shaming you into actually acknowledging what she said. Your chat room shouldn't have to do that. You should have been leading that. And if you are just so greedy and desperate for a dollar that didn't come from five guys, this is what you're reduced to. You're not fit for the intellectual consumption of people. So going forward, I want you all to be aware. I'm watching it, and if folks leave it unsaid, I'm not going to leave it unsaid. And one more thing. I'm not done naming names yet, just in case anybody was wondering. I'm not done naming names yet. I know it's real, real easy to forget that, but by the way, I'm not done naming names yet because there are some people who've been speaking on me in the last 72 hours. There are some people who've been speaking on me, and the reason why it's so important to keep this kind of thing straight is because this is how the streets get messed up. When you don't have a code, this is how you can end up with this obvious agent sitting up here leading everybody. This is how that occurs. So going forward here, I'm not saying anything tonight. I'm just giving you all a, a little heads up that if these folks don't say anything, I want all of you to be paying attention to the fact that, by the way, they're aware of it. They know what happened. They ain't saying nothing. That's not accidental. They're not saying anything. What does that tell you? If they do not come out and condemn her, if they don't come out and call her what she is, racist white supremacist, alt-right, if they don't do it, then what is it that they're really saying? What they're really saying is that they are on her side and they see themselves as it's them and pearly things against us. And that their job is to provide to not plausible deniability 
and just sit up here and half stepping. But in reality, they see themselves as it's us and Pearly, it's me and Pearly things against black society and the rest of them. That's what they're saying. That's the needle they're trying to thread. They've got plenty of time. They've had days now. There's really no excuse. They've had days now. And her response was to take the video down. She has, but do you all realize she hasn't apologized? She hasn't apologized. She hasn't said nothing was wrong. She stood by what she said. She just moved the video to Rumble. Actually, it was already there. She took down the other clips that didn't have the, the incendiary stuff. She took those down from YouTube. She's letting you know she's standing by it. So we'll be watching for the next couple of days here. And just to give you a heads up, by Monday, I might I might have a program to do about the Winosphere on Monday. On Monday, I, I might have a program to do about the Winosphere. And about some of these dudes and some of these hoes. Jason, did you say hoes? I sure did. I sure did. I sure did. I want to go ahead and clear the air on that. I want to go ahead and clear the air on that. This has been allowed to fester for far too long. I want to clear the air on that. There's folk in the room that shouldn't be. There are folk who are allowed in that shouldn't be. And this ain't no damn game. You can't give somebody like this legitimacy and then snap your fingers and take it back. This isn't a game. So be looking for it. If be looking for these other people, be looking for these other people who yesterday and the day before they seemed so outraged about it and they were so upset about it, but they haven't called her out. They haven't called her out directly. All this old heck to hands talk. The comments about slavery not being that bad and it was over exaggerated needs to be aggressively dismantled. Um, Melanie, you don't know how to say that's racist? You don't know how to say that? You're not able to you're not able to crimp your lips to be able to say that's racist. You're so desperate to get quote unquote exposure on her YouTube channel so you can get an extra 500 views that you can't bring yourself to say the obvious. The folks listening to you got to say it, but you won't say it. You talking about they need to address it. So because I feel like that these two got together and they decided, okay, the way we'll well, the way we'll handle this is just to say, well, she needs to address this. No, she doesn't. You need to address it. And you need to say what it is. You need to address that. But the fact you aren't, I guess that is you addressing. The fact that you aren't saying anything. You sitting back and trying to figure out if everybody else will, but the fact you're not saying anything says a whole lot. Now, by the way, they said plenty about me. Now they did they had no problem casting judgments on me. They didn't need a well, Jason needs to explain this and Jason needs to explain that. That that wasn't what they said about me. Now, when it came to me, they had no problem passing judgment immediately. White mommy, they shaking in their boots. They're shaking in their boots. 
We're going to come back to it. And if they don't say something, I will. About this whole Whinesphere situation. They don't say anything about it, I will. And oh yeah, I'm going to name names. Now, the, now, by the way, this is not about pearly things anymore. Let me be very clear about this. This ain't about pearly things. We already washed her. We already washed her. She's already on the run. This is about back on this side of the fence. My issue now is not with pearly things anymore. The issue now is different. So what we'll be dealing with, uh, if they don't say anything, we're going to have to deal with something close to home. Not pearly things. That's not the issue anymore. We got to talk about something else. We got to talk about something else. So we will see. Keep your eyes and your ears open. Big shout out here to my man, Tommy Felix, in the Super Chat. Thank you very much for your support. If you are new here to the business, welcome to the program that all your favorite YouTubers love to hate watch. We are on code. We are on target. And we are on their backs. Click that red subscribe button. Click that yellow notification bell. And join us each and every time that we're here. If you haven't joined our patron, we are going to be doing that here tomorrow, 12 noon central time. I got a few choice comments I want to make there. Some things I don't want to say on YouTube for the obvious reasons. But we're going to have our little powwow tomorrow on Patreon. I got a few express thoughts I want to make there. So if you're a member of Patreon, go ahead and join us. If you're not, the link is in the description. So go ahead and check on that as well. Thank you to everyone who has contributed to support tonight's program on PayPal, Cash App, Super Chat, Venmo. Thank you very much for the support. Thank you to everyone here who has watched live or recorded. And this concludes tonight's broadcast of The Business. I am your host, your brother, your humble servant, Mr. Jason Black. And until next time, my brothers and my sisters around the world, remember, handle your business. Your business will handle you.